the Americhicks with Molly Vogt and Kim Monson. The most important stories. They are like this newfound, off-hinged part of the left. Even Chuck Schumer's pushing back on. The latest in politics and world affairs. The buck is stopping with Trump. The different administrations prior to him have been kicking the can down the road on a number of issues. And opinions and ideas that prepare you to tackle the day ahead. The heart of this is, is the U.S. Constitution a progressive document? Or is it something that should be looked at as an original document? It's the Americhicks. Molly and Kim. Because face it, ideas matter. Because ideas matter. Ideas do indeed matter. Happy Friday to all of you. I'm Kim Munson with the Americhicks. Molly is out for the week. And we dissect issues as right versus wrong instead of right versus left. Agree or disagree? Let's have some conversations. Be sure and check out our website, americhicks.com, and sign up for our emails. We will keep you apprised of all the upcoming guests, topics, and important events. And we are the Americhicks on Facebook and Twitter as well. We offer a conservatarian perspective. Uh, we have a very exciting event that we are planning on Monday, January 28th, will be the kickoff, 5 to 8, over at Waters Edge Winery in Centennial. We are partnering with Dr. Tom Cranawitter and his whole team at Speakeasy Ideas to bring you Vino and Veritas, Wine and Truth. What could be better than Wine and Truth? And Dr. Cranawitter is creating a fascinating lecture series on the Federalist Papers. Uh, go to the com to sign up. We will be meeting the fourth Monday of each month, except May. We're, we're going to probably adjust that one because of Memorial Day. Uh, you'll see the link to register there at com. And uh, you will want to attend all 12 events. However, if you miss one, uh, each of them can stand alone. Uh, reservations are coming in at a very brisk pace. Uh, we uh, wa- uh, sat down yesterday with Jen over at Water's Edge Winery, uh, Bethany and Tom with Speakeasy Ideas, to just uh, get the, the lay of the land there. And we can accommodate 72 guests and we only have 15 spots left. And I think that they will be sold out by tomorrow morning, and then we'll go to wait list. So go to americhicks.com. Uh, this is probably going to change your life. It's going to be awesome. And that is Vino and Veritas, Wine and Truth. Um, let's start off with today's funny, Steve. A thief stuck a pistol in a man's ribs uh, actually, he was in, oh, hold on. A thief stuck a pistol in a man's ribs and said, give me your money. The gentleman, shocked by the sudden attack, said, you cannot do this. I'm a United States congressman. The thief, the thief said, in that case, give me my money. <laughs> ha. I thought that was pretty funny. What do you think, Steve? <laughs> Truth. <laughs> Truth hurts. Sometimes has a way of really... Sticking it to you. (laughs) Truth hurts. So, hey, this particular segment, we're going to talk about the government shutdown and immigration. The second segment, we will have U.S. or excuse me, Colorado House Representative Susan Beckman giving her take on what we can expect for the upcoming legislative session here in 2019. And then the third and fourth segment, we will be talking about the difference between joy and happiness and how we can find peace in this crazy world. We thought we would be talking with uh, Keith Hughes, who is a counselor and a professional on this. However, he had a medical emergency. He's not going to be able to join us. Uh, So Steve and I will be talking with you about that, Steve, our producer, uh, because uh, I think it's a really important subject. But let's start with Jim Acosta, 
the uh, CNN reporter who has a uh, a hate hate relationship, I would say, with with Donald Trump, was down at the border yesterday, walking the border wall. So, give us that soundbite, producer Steve. Well, let, let's set it up a little bit. You, have you ever heard the expression "even a blind squirrel finds a nut"? Everyone, I more. have heard that. Well, we're not blind squirrels, but this this is the nut. I mean, this guy Acosta, we all seen him. He's the biggest bozo, I think, in in major media right now, and he's quite proud of it. Kellyanne Conway the other day really put him in his place. I know. I've heard that soundbite. It's wonderful. But I don't know what this guy was thinking. He he does this this little self-guided tour of the wall. He's He's holding the camera on himself, and he's walking by the steel slats of that. Now, here's the deal. I, he wasn't obviously smart enough to realize what he was doing, and neither was anybody else on CNN who let this go out. So listen to this. It's incredible because he's making Trump's point all the way. Okay. And here are some of the steel slats that the president's been talking about uh, right here. Uh, as you can see, yes, you can see through these slats to the uh, other side of the U.S.-Mexico border. Uh, but as we're walking along here, we're not seeing any kind of uh, imminent danger. There are no migrants trying to uh, rush toward this fence uh, here in the McAllen, Texas area. As a matter of fact, there are some other businesses uh, behind me along this highway. There's a gas station, Burger King, and so on. Uh, but no sign of the national emergency that the president has been talking about. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's pretty tranquil down here. Now, he was walking in that fence in broad daylight, right, Steve? Yes. Okay. And do you honestly think that somebody is going to be trying to storm the border at that particular time, unless they were trying to create some kind of a photo op? Uh, but in this case, they were not trying to do that kind of a photo op. So he's walking along a fence and saying, there's no problem here, but there's a fence there. So that's why there's no problem, right? Exactly. And he's proving the point. I mean, yeah, there's nobody there rushing the fence because they know they can't get over it. And so they're, I mean, his point is almost pointless Mm -hmm. or it's actually going the other direction and proving the president's point. Well, the president's point is an important one. I've thought a lot about this and this is really uh, not about, first of all, the uh, activist progressives that have taken over the Democrat party have tried the whole compassion thing. I believe that they have been down there in Central America, ginning this thing up and getting people to join these caravans and come to the border to try to create photo ops. And Steve, there is no compassion in doing that. To have women and children make that trek, uh, it's very dangerous and it can be very expensive. I can't figure out where these people are coming up with the money. Supposedly, it, it, it's six to $7,000 to pay a coyote to come to the border. So you got to wonder, where are they coming up with all this money? And uh, there's nothing compassionate in this. This is all about politics. Don't forget the point that was brought up in the, the fall when this, uh, you know, uh, the band of people coming north was made uh, about, well, who's it, you know, the... The issue was, or what they were reporting on, is like, well, there's a, the danger part of this is people being killed, women being attacked, blah, blah, blah. Who were the attackers? It was the drug cartels. Because when they come up in, in a large mass of people like that, there are no coyotes being paid those large amounts of money. And who, are, who do the coyotes work for? Well, mostly the drug cartels. So one of the reasons the uh, caravans are being attacked and who the attackers are was the actual drug cartels. 
Which right, I thought was kind of fascinating. He's like, we're not going to let you guys cut into our revenue stream. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and so this is this is not, though, trying to get these people across the border. It is not about compassion. It is not about necessarily people coming here, giving them a, a you know, a, a shot at the American dream. It is about elections. And Nancy Pelosi has been in Congress for or has been in Washington, D.C., I think for since 1987, did we say? Or either she's been 1987 or she was been 1987. The other one's 1992. Wasn't she there during Lincoln's years? <laughs> oh, sorry. And, and um, they have had ample time to address these issues. They actually were, and they were in the meeting with President Trump in the Oval Office. They said, yes, we need border security. Yes, we want to do something about that. But it's all lip service. They have been there for plenty of time to get that done. Both sides of the aisle are guilty in that regard. But in terms of Chuck and Nancy's current foray, uh, it's obviously pointed at 2020. We've got to stop this guy from being so darn effective and successful. So it's about elections. Charlie Kirk, Kirk sent out a tweet yesterday. He said, Los Angeles County has a registra- registration rate Uh, voters' registration rate of 112% of its adult population. The entire state of Colorado has a voter registration rate of 101%. 11 of 58 counties in California have registration rates above 100%. That is why California is blue. It's not because they are engaging in the battle of ideas and uh, trying to make sure that the better ideas win. It is because they are bringing in people, and, and this is cheating. And, you know, when we have the Mueller investigation that says we, are, you know, and, and people are frustrated if we feel that there's something fishy going on with our elections. That's what the narrative of the Mueller investigation has been, and they have not found anything. But over here in California, we have voter registration that there's more people registered to vote than there are people there. That seems to be a problem. So this far left activist progressives that have taken over the Democrat Party will not engage in the battle of ideas because their ideas don't work. So they, they want to cheat to make sure that they get elected. And that is why you have Kamala Harris out there. That's why you have Nancy Pelosi. They are not having free and fair elections out there. On Monday, we will have Chris Farrell with Judicial Watch uh, on the uh, show with us. And they just recently won a lawsuit against Los Angeles, where Los Angeles County has agreed to conduct a purge of its voting rolls in a move that could strip perhaps 1.5 million inactive voters from the list of those eligible to cast ballots. Uh, This is from a Washington Times report. It said the county made the deal in a settlement last week with Judicial Watch, uh, saying that under a recent Supreme Court ruling, it has a duty to remove, get this, remove names of people who appear to have died, (laughs) moved from the county, or lost interest in voting. But uh, my friends, I'm going to very quickly go through the real reason why people on both sides of the aisle do not want Donald Trump to continue on. Uh, The big thing that I disagree with him on is his executive order on bump stocks, uh, because I think that Americans need to have the right to protect themselves. But there's 25 things I'm going to run through there quickly. And this was from a Bob Duco uh, piece that he did just recently. Donald Trump defeated ISIS, 
moving North Korea to denuclearization, trade concessions that we've gotten from China, Iran pulling out of the Iran nuclear deal, NATO nations to pay more uh, d- uh, money to their, uh, their security, uh, new Canada and Mexico trade deals that are more beneficial to us, overhauling the Veterans Administration, attacking the opioid crisis, restarting the uh, space program, building up our military and increasing pay for our military, successfully negotiating the um, release of over a dozen citizens that have been held prisoner by the North Korea, China, and other countries, a booming economy, unemployment in the threes, the lowest unemployment ever for blacks, Hispanics, Asians, and others, Brett Kavanaugh, Neil Gorsuch on the Supreme Court, dozens of young conservative federal judges appointed throughout the country. Individual taxes lowered. Corporate tax rate lowered from 35 to 21 percent. The Obamacare individual mandate gone. The U.S. Embassy in Israel is now in Jerusalem. We're out of NAFTA, out of the Paris uh, Global Warming Climate Change Accord, out of the TPP, the Trans-Pacific Partnership, out of the Iran nuclear deal. Schools no longer are forcing children by government order to make their showers and locker rooms transgender. He opened up Anwar and offshore drilling. The U.S. is now the world's number one oil producer and new criminal justice reform. My friends, that is what this fight for the border and the money for the border wall is all about. Um, We're going to go to break. When we come back, we will be talking with Susan Beckman. She is a Colorado State Representative uh, from House District 38. Uh, To get her read on what she sees is coming down the pike here in this particular uh, legislative session. But before we do that, uh, on a lighter note, it is the NFL playoffs. And we wonder who's going to be moving on and who goes home. But the bigger question is, where will you watch the games? Well, Hooters, of course. Hooters is your game day headquarters. You can watch the NF playoffs and the big game at Hooters. Specials start at $10 for a draft and 10 boneless wings. Come into any Hooters during the big game, and you can enter to win a brand-new 55-inch HDR TV. And did you know that Hooters wings can fly? You can have them delivered right to your doorstep. Try their new smoked wings. They are delish and only half the calories. So order your Hooters to go. Or have them delivered right to your front door. For more information, visit HootersColorado.com. That's HootersColorado.com. And let them know that you you know the AmeriChicks. Can I throw in a little testimony? You can. Last Saturday, now you and I live fairly close to each other, and there is a Hooters restaurant in our area. I went past there last Saturday, and there was obviously something going on because the parking lot was jammed was jammed well it's probably they were eating those uh, great new smoked wings that are only half the calories and watching football yes. and watching football there you go so hey this is the americhicks with kim munson we're going to go to break when we come back uh colorado state representative susan beckman is on the line with us and we're going to find out from her what she sees coming down the pike during this particular legislative session All AmeriChick sponsors are an exclusive partnership with the AmeriChicks and are not affiliated or in partnership with KLZ or Crawford Broadcasting. If you'd like to support the work of the AmeriChicks and grow your business, contact them at AmeriChicks.com. Work with mortgage professionals who will give you quick, accurate financial advice. Home Mortgage Alliance has the knowledge and expertise to explore the many financing options available to you. 
The mortgage process can be stressful, and as interest rates rise, it's more important than ever to get pre-qualified now so you're ready to buy. Call Kim Sturtz and Mark Cook with Home Mortgage Alliance to make sure you are making the right financing choice for you and your family. 303-888-2732. Kim and Mark will remain available to you 24-7 to help you through the process. Choose the only mortgage professionals recommended by the Americhicks. Call Kim and Mark with Home Mortgage Alliance today. 303-888-2732. Welcome back to the AmeriChicks. I'm Kim Munson. Molly is out for the week. Uh, we dissect issues as right versus wrong instead of right versus left. Agree or disagree. Let's have a conversation. Be sure and check out our website, AmeriChicks.com. Sign up for our emails. We'll keep you apprised of all the upcoming topics and guests and anything important. And we are the AmeriChicks on Facebook and Twitter as well. We offer a conservatarian perspective. Uh, we have on the line with us, let's jump into this because she's going to get back to work at 630. Uh, that is uh, Colorado State Representative Susan Beckman, House District 38, I believe. Uh, Susan, welcome to the AmeriChicks. Good morning, Kim. So it's uh, you're, you're rocking and rolling down there already, aren't you? Uh, yeah, it's a busy week. The first uh, few days at the legislature is a lot of um, ceremonies and the swearing-in and the inauguration and speeches and everybody finding their seats. And, yeah, it's a, a very... Uh, Busy week, but no legislation uh, is being discussed quite yet. There have been some bills that have already dropped, though, hasn't there? Yeah, there's a list of bills that we will start looking at into next week. We pretty much know what their agenda is uh, going to be. Uh, Family leave, um, affordable housing. Uh, They'll be looking at some issues with oil and gas, um, lowering health care costs. Uh, pharmaceutical-type bills always come in. We're um, trying to lower the cost of medication, but um, it'll be a very uh, left-leaning agenda this year, considering, you know, the makeup of the legislature, since we have 41 um, Democrat legislators in the House and 24 Republicans, and in the Senate we have 19 senators that are Democrat and 16 that are Republican. So we're not in Kansas anymore. It's a very different makeup this year. Well, true. And just a point on Kansas, uh, I heard recently and checked it out that there was, I think, a, a something very disingenuous happened. There were three women, probably from this whole Emerge group. Uh, you know, there's been this Emerge group from mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton that they have been training women to run for office. And they really had a pretty successful election this last last time in many different uh, states, but Kansas typically is is a very red state. And there were three women that won as Republicans for the state legislature, and then in December they changed their affiliation to Democrat. And the people that I have talked with about that are, first of all, shocked, and second of all, they feel betrayed. Uh, And there's many that said this was not truth in advertising. So just that point, uh, I, I thought that was really interesting that what, what, what had happened in Kansas. Um, yeah, I, I can't believe it. And it's, it was very deceptive. And uh, I think the reaction of the people that live in their communities that they serve uh, will uh, be pretty harsh. Um, but, during- but they overreached. And, 
you know, in Colorado, we've seen times um, when legislators, they get very bold and they don't think they have to represent the people that they serve and they do things. And then we have recall elections. So it'll be interesting to see um, what happens. And um, when I when I read the articles, I think they will they will regret the day they did that. There will be some regrets. Yeah, I think that there will be because, um, as you mentioned, that was it was disingenuous when that particular uh, event occurred with Mm -hmm. these three women. But talking about Colorado, you know, many of the things that you mentioned sound good: lowering health costs, uh, family leave, uh, when people have a baby. You know, certainly to be able to be with the baby, that sounds like you know something that would be important. Affordable housing. You know, all of these things sound really good, like they care about people. But uh, and uh, I'm going to work to get the author of an article, um, an article on soon that had talked about Seattle and that in essence, it really was a homelessness industrial complex. Or I would submit to you, there's the affordable housing industrial complex. There are people that talk about compassion, but these government programs really are um, there's bureaucrats and employees that make a ton of money off of these things that tug at people's hearts. And uh, typically, if government subsidizes something or takes it on, instead of solving the problem, you get a lot more of it. And the headlines look like we have more homeless here, we have less affordable housing, so we have more of the problem. And uh, we need to make the, the case that government is not the answer. And I know that that's typically in your wheelhouse, Representative Beckman. Uh, yeah, and and uh, you know what I have found is the more we feed with funding, any of these areas, the more it grows. In the homeless population, we all know that there are a lot of our homeless that have migrated here from other places because Colorado has a very strong uh, highway for illegal drugs and a culture of drug use, and so a lot of our homeless are not from here. And um, they just come here because of the benefits, the cash benefits that they can actually get through human service departments. Um, and it's, a, it's an easier life here living in the rivers and the, the open space and um, in Colorado parks and, and along the trails than it is in other places. Because there are places that just don't have this kind of heroin use and uh, illegal fentanyl use and, and other things. So... Uh, I'm very cautious about what we fund because uh, if you if you water something, it grows. If you feed it, it grows, and that's what it seems like we have uh, in Colorado. And when I look at the budget, they uh, both the Senate or the House Majority Leader and this um, the Governor laid out a pretty aggressive agenda. And I can tell you, there's not there's not money to do that in our current budget. They are being, um, they, they want to grow government very, very quickly and um, significantly. They, uh, it'd be great. I mean, in a perfect world, everything would be, you know, wonderful. But a lot of these pro- programs cost a lot of money, and they only serve a few. And in Colorado, the cost of living is our biggest issue. For people that are, you know, working and just getting out of college and young families, they can't really handle more taxes or fees, right? AKA taxes. They can't handle them. And I know that the trends are: we're getting young people into Colorado 
but families. And I know people who are looking to leave Colorado because they can go to other states and live a good life and have a nice house for a lot less money. Well, I, and I submit to you that the cost, the housing costs are going up because of government intervention. And then um, mm-hmm. it sounds like what what will happen to try to do a workaround on Tabor with this particular uh, Democrat legislature is that instead of calling something a tax, they'll call, call it a fee. And the Colorado Supreme Court has said, hey, that's okay. But we all know that it's basically the same thing. It is the, it's skirting the intent of Tabor. What Tabor says, the Taxpayer Bill of Rights is politicians and bureaucrats and special interests, if you want to raise taxes, you just have to ask us first. But they're afraid that we might say no. Now, we uh, just to, we have about one more minute, uh, Representative Beckman. But uh, what message would you like to give to our listeners today regarding this upcoming legislative session? Um, be informed. If you see a bill that you don't like, please come down and testify on it. We are playing defense because of uh, the majorities in and all that the Senate and the House and the governor's office, and we need all the help from the community and all the help from the good citizens of Colorado that we can get because they are going to be very aggressive in their left-leaning, extremely left-leaning agenda, and it will negatively impact the state of Colorado, and it's going to cost a lot of money. We need help. So everybody, every citizen needs to do one thing a day to make sure that they protect, uh, you know, their family and their individual rights, and uh, so... Keep and keep uh, track of what's going on at the legislature, and then just a, a quick email uh, to somebody to let them know that you are concerned about or you support what they're doing. So, Susan Beckman, thank you so much. Uh, I know you're going to be working really hard, and I wish you the best of luck. Thanks, Kim. Okay. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks. And we have on the line with us one of our favorite guys, Jason McBride with Presidential Wealth Management. Uh, Jason, we're always very happy to talk with you because you do a good job of coming up with ideas that has some real meat to them. But it can be pretty tough to really delve into these subjects in just a couple of minutes. Yeah, you're not kidding about that. And uh, the fact that I like to blab so much (laughs) probably doesn't help to to get it in either, huh, Kim? Well, you know, one person may define uh, something as blab and another person may define it as brilliant. And I learn a great deal in our short daily conversations. But the good news is that there's a lot of subjects that you brought to our attention that you are doing podcasts on as well, right? Well, we do. uh, At Presidential, we do a podcast every week. We call it the Eagle's Nest, and they're all available at the website uh, that we have, thechickspresidential.com. You just go to chickspresidential.com. Up at the top, there's a little uh, link that says Podcasts. And, you know, just click that and then enjoy the ride. We have a new episode that comes out every Friday, and uh, some of them are a little longer, some of them are a little shorter. Uh, Yeah, they're a little bit freewheeling. We just kind of go as long as it takes to get through the subject we're talking about, and uh, I've had people say they're very, very interesting, but uh, they're mostly my relatives. <laughs> Thanks, Mom, huh? <laughs> right. You know, I see there's some really great subjects there uh, that listeners, I think, 
you know, could learn a lot from. Um, there's one that really hit my hot button, and I think it was last week. It was the psychology of investing, the perils an investor can face in nonstop investment monitoring. Because you must be a doctor. I had my physical this week, and with all this going on, I'm like, oh, I don't know what my blood pressure is going to be. But probably one of the things is to maybe not monitor your investments like minute by minute, right? Yeah, certainly. Uh, you know, uh, Bruce uh, Larson and I, and you know Bruce, we uh-huh. go through a pretty good discussion on that. That was last week's, uh, actually the one we just uh, did yesterday that'll be up today, uh, kind of goes further on that. Uh, you and I talked about kind of the the worst and best market days and how the uh, the best days come in the worst markets, and that's a little bit confusing, but... Uh, Lexus, a real nice gal at her office, and I talked about that in length yesterday. So, yeah, I think just the last two weeks to to listen to would really be eye-opening for a lot of folks that say, huh, maybe that's why I feel that way. I think that's great. So be sure and check out chickspresidential.com. That's chickspresidential.com, and definitely let Jason know that uh, you know the AmeriChicks. Jason, have a great day. We'll be looking forward to our next conversation. Thank you, Kim. Okay. We're going to go to break. When we come back, uh, we'll be talking about the difference between joy and happiness and how can we find peace in this crazy world. And this is really precipitated from a couple of different shows uh, that we did recently uh, regarding these important subjects. So joy versus happiness and how can we find peace in this crazy world. This is the AmeriChicks with Kim Munson. We'll be right back. You want to succeed, so you need to dress for the job, event, or relationship that you seek. For over 30 years, entrepreneur, stylist, and Americhick Kim Munson has been helping women look their very best. And now, Kim is helping guys, too, with well-priced, made-to-measure shirts, pants, and jackets that fit a busy guy's lifestyle. Guys or gals, if you want to up your game and freshen your look, email Kim at Americhicks.com for your initial style consult. Kim at Americhicks.com. Award-winning realtor Karen Levine recently celebrated 30 years with REMAX Alliance. Karen Levine believes in homeownership. As a Colorado representative to the National Board of Realtors, Karen Levine works to protect private property rights. Choose Karen Levine to buy or sell your home because she understands that it's more than just a house. The Americhicks, Molly and Kim, know Karen Levine personally and cannot recommend her highly enough. Call award-winning realtor Karen Levine with REMAX Alliance today at 303-877-7516. Hey, welcome back to the AmeriChicks with Kim Munson. Molly is out this week. Uh, We dissect news, politics, and opinion as right versus wrong instead of right versus left. Agree or disagree, let's have a conversation. Be sure and check out our website, AmeriChicks.com. Sign up for our emails. We are AmeriChicks at Facebook and Twitter as well. And we offer a conservatarian perspective. Uh, Be sure and go to our website, AmeriChicks.com, and sign up for our Vino and Veritas, our Wine and Truth uh, book club that is starting on January 28th. We'll be going through the Federalist Papers with Dr. Tom Cranawitter, who is absolutely brilliant. His team over at Speakeasy Ideas is 
is uh, we're partnering with them to do this. Uh, just got a hot <laughs> hot flash <laughs> uh, from <laughs> oops <laughs> uh, from uh, on my phone that we only have 14 spots left, and I believe that that'll probably be sold out um, by the end of the day. So if you are interested, be sure and go to americhicks.com. The link is right there to sign up for our fabulous Vino and Veritas book club. Uh, Steve, I want to jump right in here. We had Jim Lewis on recently uh, about, uh, well, about, I think, happiness versus joy. And, you know, I think that we can all go through unhappy times. We can have things that hurt, that we're not happy about them. However, that doesn't mean that we cannot be joyful. But uh, Jim Lewis is a Christian counselor. And uh, he put together seven different, I think that they're real tenets that humans deep in our heart and our soul, that they're questions that we want to answer. And so let's go through those quickly during this particular segment. And if you have a thought, and and certainly if you want to call in on this, 303-477-5600, if you have a thought on this, uh, you can see that the far left, the progressives that have taken over the the Democrat Party, the activists, they are trying to answer some of the, these questions with government or with their agendas. So the first of seven that Jim Lewis uh, came up with is we all need to belong to something bigger than ourselves. You know, um, I think that you could put in any of the the issues that they have out there. The bigger than ourselves, it might be climate change. Or the bigger, bigger than ourselves to be part of the LGTB agenda. Or bigger than ourselves, but, but to belong to something. To something that, they, that a person feels that is bigger than themselves. The Christian perspective is that we belong to a, a, a Christ that went to the cross uh, for each of us. And that we, we are, are part of something bigger than just us. Uh, your comments, Steve. You look like you're very pensive on that. Just taking it all in, but you know, you're you're spot on. I, I think uh, the, a huge blessing in my life was to become part of the evangelical church back in 1983. And yes, I've kind of gone through you know since that time frame for various reasons. I've been in a couple different churches since then, but always have that feeling uh, when you walk in the door. And again, let's not uh, confuse the fact that. The church is not the building, it's the people in it, and being, you know, arm-in-arm arm with people, and especially, especially with a small group concept, literally arm-in-arm arm going through life, and uh, it, it brings that inner peace, it brings that joy. Very good, I, I agree. The number two, we're going to have to go a little quicker on this, I didn't realize how, how where we were on time. So number two, we need to know that there, someone is there for us. You know, and humans let us down. You can have somebody that loves you dearly, uh, but they're human. And humans let us down. And so to have uh, the sense that we know that someone is there for us, awful things have happened to people, and they've been able to overcome them because of the understanding, again, that the creator of the universe, you know, came down in the form of Christ, went to the cross, overcame death, and we can be assured that he loves us. I mean, there's no greater, there's no greater uh, act than what uh, the creator of the universe did in that. So um, 
we need to know that someone is there for this. And so no matter what's going on in our lives, you can be assured that that is the case. And people will let you down. I, I'm, unfortunately, you can see me through the glass, and I'm over here grinning ear to ear, and you're thinking, what in the world is this guy grinning at? But I was on church staff for about 12 years, and people would ask, what's it like being on the church staff? <laughs> I said, well, the greatest thing about the church is the people. And the worst thing about the church is, is the, the people. people. So. <laughs> <laughs> and it's because we're humans. People don't, I don't think anybody really wants to let anybody else down, but it just happens uh, because we are human. Number three, he says, we need a sense of our own story. And I think that's one of the reasons why the, these whole DNA things are so popular is because people want to kind of figure out where did they come from? You know, what is their story? Uh, but I think that you also have to realize you're creating your own story every day as you live life. Number four that Jim Lewis had recommended is we need to know what's wrong with our world and what to do with it. Steve, this is a really big one right now because a lot of people, again, on the progressive activist left don't really, I, I don't think that they really define what is wrong in this world. For example, uh, Dennis Prager says out of the Ten Commandments, there is one commandment that he thinks stands above all the others, and that is thou shalt not steal. And if you think about that, for example, with the Jack Phillips, uh, with Masterpiece Cake Shop, government is coming in. People are using government to come in and basically steal his pursuit of happiness, to steal his business. And... Um, that is something that is very wrong with the, our world is when we steal something from somebody else, whether it be opportunity, uh, which is uh, an intangible, you can't really see it. It can go back to the joke that we told at the beginning of the show where the, the thief comes in and says, give me your money. The, the thief in, in that case was using a gun, but in the case of Jack Phillips, they're using government. And there is something really wrong with that, and we need to understand that. And then we need to figure out what we're going to do about that. Well, they're, they're, again, look at their motivation in terms of Jack Phillips stealing his happiness, stealing his joy and his livelihood only because he won't play by their rules. And, you know, okay, here's the big stick, and here's government, you know, wielding the big stick. Well, that's true. And, and so this is uh, very quickly on that note, there's going to be and we're going to have Oz Guinness on next week to talk about freedom of religion and freedom of conscience. I really I, I mean, I think freedom of religion is important, but but property rights are so important because you've seen again with the far left uh, narrative that you can have your conscience. You can you can go ahead and do what you want, you know, in your home. You can think how you want. But by gosh, if you get out in the public arena and you do not affirm, uh, in this case, um, this uh, gay wedding cake, and, and just a, a note on that, um, gay marriage was not legal in Colorado when that particular thing occurred. But what is happening is, is that the, the agenda is, is if, we, if you do not affirm what this Colorado Civil Rights Commission has said, you must affirm then we are going to take your business. We are going to steal something. And there's something very wrong about that. And I don't care what your political persuasion is. You may laud the fact that they are doing this to Jack Phillips. But if they'll do that to Jack Phillips, they'll do it to you too. Back to the list. Okay. Number five, we need to see how we are to live. We need to have rules and order on how we are to live. 
And uh, all of us, are, I think, are looking for that. Number six, we need to feel worthy. And I think all of us do things that we may sometimes not feel worthy. Um, again, because you go back to number one, we're human. Uh, we let each other down. And so we need to feel that we're worthy. And many times when things happen to people that, friends of mine, that it just, it's heartbreaking. And I don't know what to say. Maybe it might be a death or something tragic that has happened. All I can say to them is, you are precious, you are treasured, and you are valued. And I take that from the fact that the creator of the universe came down in the form of Christ and went to the cross. I hate to do this. Back you up a second. What was the one right before that in terms of guidelines? We need to see how we are to live. So we need to have rules on how we live, some so discipline. You just mentioned Dennis Prager uh, talking on the Ten Commandments. And I invite anybody to sit down and really take a hard look at the Ten Commandments. You know, we're so caught up in, well, we need hate crime legislation. It's like, no, you don't. Look at the Ten Commandments. Everything you need to know is right there. How we treat each other. And then number seven, we need deliverance from ourselves. We all fight wars within ourselves, And uh, I, think, I think we can look at somebody uh, and say, oh, my gosh, they really have it together. And, you know, everything's perfect in their life. And we look at our own lives and say, ha, huh, I could do this better. I wish I did this. I wish I did that. There's this constant conversation that we have with ourselves, And we need to acknowledge that. And, again, to look to something bigger than ourselves for those answers. And uh, so I, I think that these seven rules that Jim Lewis has, has mentioned are really important. So very quickly, before we go to break, they are, we all need to belong to something bigger than ourselves. We need to know that someone is there for us. Number three, we need a sense of our own story. Number four, we need to know what's wrong with our world and what to do with it. Number five, we need to see how we are to live. Number six, we need to feel worthy. And number seven, we need deliverance from ourselves. We, we all fight wars within ourselves. We're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about peace, how we can find peace in our lives. But before we do that, I'd like to give a shout out to Chris Cantwell because we're looking at our futures. And what do you want to do with your future? You've worked hard and maybe you don't want to continue on with the business. Maybe it's time to sell it and the kids don't want it. Or maybe you have recently retired and you'd like to buy some a business, buy some cash flow, then it's time that you talk to Chris Cantwell. He's a business broker with Transworld Business Advisors. He buys and sells opportunity, or he helps you buy and sell opportunity. He's an advocate, advocate for entrepreneurship, the voluntary exchange of value between individuals, and the rights of business owners to thrive and flourish. Chris Cantwell knows that small businesses drive the economic engine of America. So reach out to Chris Cantwell for a complimentary consultation to find out how Chris can help you sell your business or buy your next opportunity. Check out Chris's website at cccellscompanies.com. That's cccellscompanies.com. Let him know that you know the AmeriChicks. We're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to have some little recipes for peace. Uh, So we'll be right back. Dan Predovich and his team at Predovich & Company help your business plan ahead financially. The AmeriChicks, Molly and Kim, recommend Predovich & Company as your financial business consultants. Predovich & Company will take care of your tax preparation, bookkeeping, and business advisory services. Dan Predovich and his team want to learn about the unique needs of your business through real, honest dialogue. Because of their advanced technological capabilities, Predovich and Company can help clients anywhere in the United States. Call 303-791-3000 to start preparing now for next year's tax season. Organize your business finances with Predovich and Company. 
Are you looking for news, not propaganda? Ready for a news source you can actually trust? How about a news site that doesn't want to sell you a subscription? Visit CompleteColorado.com to see all the latest news from around Colorado. Complete Colorado's staff scours news sources from around the state and nation to bring you only the top stories that affect you right here in our great state. Updated three times a day, CompleteColorado.com has full-time reporters doing original investigations and reporting like newspapers used to do, as well as opinion and political commentary from a variety of Colorado voices. And CompleteColorado.com is the only place to read columnist Mike Rosen. Always fresh content, always free, always informed. CompleteColorado.com, your complete source for Colorado news. Welcome back to the AmeriChicks. Uh, I'm Kim Munson. Molly is out for the week. Uh, Be sure and check out our website, AmeriChicks.com. That's where we are on Facebook and Twitter as well. And uh, sign up for our fabulous Vino and Veritas book club going through the Federalist Papers beginning on January 28th. As of this morning, we only have uh, 14 spots left. It is going to be awesome. Uh, Before we jump into the other items that we have on our agenda... I want to give a shout out for solutions in Washington, D.C. The founders realized that we wanted government to be teeny tiny and the individual to be big. Unfortunately, that's kind of been switched. And so Act 2 Reforms is a blueprint to adjust the division of power in Washington, D.C. for a more fair, disciplined, open, and transparent government. I like all those words, regardless of the political party that's in power. Act 2 Reforms is part of the Article 5 Convention of the States movement, and they're located right here in Colorado. They have five ideas to reign in government. First, enforce the rule of law on all federal employees. Number two, suggest we give Congress a quick tool to block new regulations. Three, apply term limits in Congress and the judiciary. Number four, make Congress account for all the claims on the federal budget. I love that one. And number five, suggest we sharply reduce the power of money and influence in Washington, D.C. So if you agree with those, why don't you check out act2blueprint.org. Act2blueprint.org. You need to do one thing every day to make sure that we are preserving this American idea for the next generation. So you might just go to act2blueprint.org, check that out, and you can help them out. Before we continue on, I hope that I made the case in this last segment regarding you can have unhappy things that happen in life, but you can be joyful. And we had given you seven different things that the human heart looks at as we are are trying to be joyful. So unhappy things happen, but depending on your outlook, you can always be joyful. Uh, With that, we're going to talk about peace of the soul in this particular segment. However, very quickly, one of my good friends in Michigan texted me. He said, Susan Beckman, uh, who is the representative for House District 38 here in Colorado, he says, Susan Beckman is the exact reason why I'm no longer in Colorado and I live in Michigan. There you have it. So most interesting. So I'd like to share with you something that I came across a long time ago. It's Desiderata. And Steve, I think you're familiar with that as well, yes? Uh, It it made a, again, as a dumb kid in the 70s, uh, (laughs) what do you know? You know nothing. When it made a splash uh, in pop music, in 1971, uh, that was my first introduction to it. Mm-hmm. But I find out here it goes all the way back to 1927. Mm-hmm. And there are those that have thought that it was actually found in Old St. I think St. Paul's Church, like in the 1600s. And uh, in essence, I think that 
It was Max Ehrman that wrote this in 1928. There's been a whole conversation about how that happened exactly, but it's really important. So do you have the, the song by any chance from 71? I do. Hang on a second here. If you compare yourself with others, you may Just become play a small part of this. and bitter. For always, there will be greater and lesser persons than yourself. Okay, I remember that as well. We're going to date ourselves. Uh, everybody's going to know that we were alive in the 70s, and so do the math, right? Again, that was 1971. <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you how old I was then. So, But uh, I'd like to read this because it really touched my life. And it'll take probably a a minute or so. It says, go placidly amid the noise and haste and remember what peace there may be in silence. As far as possible without surrender, be on good terms with all persons. Speak your truth quietly and clearly and listen to others, even the dull and ignorant. They too have their story. Avoid loud and aggressive persons. They are vexations to the spirit. And if you compare yourself with others, you may become vain and bitter. For always there will be greater and lesser persons than yourself. Enjoy your achievements as well as your plans. Keep interested in your own career, however humble. It is a real possession in the changing fortunes of time. Exercise caution in your business affairs, for in the, wor- the world is full of triggery, trickery. But let this not blind you to what virtue there is. Many persons strive for high ideals, and everywhere life is full of heroism. Be yourself. Especially do not feign affection. Neither be cynical about love, for in the face of all aridity and disenchantment, it is as perennial as the grass. Take kindly the counsel of the years, gracefully surrendering the things of youth. Nurture strength of spirit to shield you in sudden misfortune. But do not distress yourself with dark imaginings. Many fears are born of fatigue and loneliness. Beyond a wholesome discipline, be gentle with yourself. You are a child of the universe, no less than the trees or the stars, and you have a right to be here. And whether or not it is clear to you, no doubt the universe is unfolding as it should. Therefore, be at peace with God, whatever you conceive him to be. And whatever your labors and aspirations and the noisy confusion of life, keep peace with your soul. With all its sham, drudgery, and broken dreams, it is still a beautiful world. Be cheerful. Strive to be happy. Steve, these are words that truly changed my life. Uh, I think I've shared with all of you, I I really can't sing worth a dink, but I, I, and so I'm not going to, but we'll take your word, (laughs) but uh, I can dance a little bit and I can be a good chorus singer. And so I was with a group up with people that had been created in essence to kind of push back on, on what was going, all the crazy stuff that was going on with the sixties. Yes. And it was that if we can come together and realize that we are all part of, of humankind and take a look at the things that bring us together, then per- perhaps we're not going to be doing all the crazy stuff that happened in the 60s. So it was really a pushback on that. And uh, we would stay with host families every few days. And uh, my, uh, the second semester, we were in the se- uh, South. And I actually, um, at that particular point in time, Steve, I hate to admit it, but I gained 30 pounds. And the reason was, is because you were at a new house every three days. You were a guest. And so they did all the great Southern food. 
And I ate pecan pie at least once a day. And if you eat pecan pie every day, you're going to gain 30 pounds. <laughs> um, but my point is, is the family that I stayed with in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, had Desiderata on their wall. And I read it and I reread it. And I said, I love that. I had never seen that before. And in fact, I had shared it with my dad and my dad um, still has that on his wall as well. And uh, so check it out, Desiderata. I would recommend when we, I'm getting so tired of the, the news out there all the time. So what we will do every morning is we'll talk about important issues on the news and give you our take on that. And uh, we're also going to talk about hope. We're going to talk about a variety of different events or uh, different subjects that hopefully will also give you hope as you go throughout your life, because I think that's really important. So Desiderata, be sure and check it out. By the way, it's a Latin word for desired things. Desired things. Okay. To finish up the show, uh, I've always told my kids that the number one thing that you need to do in the morning is to make your bed. And uh, they didn't always do it, and they still don't always do it. But uh, it was Admiral William McRaven had given an amazing commencement speech in 2014 at the University of Texas. Uh, He's a Navy SEAL. And he talked about the rigorous training. I'd recommend that you actually watch, watch the complete speech. It will, again, inspire you. And I think with all the news and stuff that's going on out there, we can use a little inspiration. But let's hear this part uh, of the speech where he says, make your bed. It's going to be here in just a minute. I can see Steve. He's looking for it, looking for it. Here we go. So here are the 10 lessons I learned from basic SEAL training that hopefully will be of value to you as you move forward in life. Every morning in SEAL training, my instructors, who at the time were all Vietnam veterans, would show up in my barracks room, and the first thing they'd do was inspect my bed. If you did it right, the corners would be square, the covers would be pulled tight, the pillow centered just under the headboard, and the extra blanket folded neatly at the foot of the rack. It was a simple task, mundane at best, but every morning we were required to make our bed to perfection. It seemed a little ridiculous at the time, particularly in light of the fact that we were aspiring to be real warriors, tough, battle-hardened SEALs. But the wisdom of this simple act has been proven to me many times over. If you make your bed every morning, you will have accomplished the first task of the day. It will give you a small sense of pride, and it will encourage you to do another task, and another, and another. And by the end of the day, that one task completed, will have turned into many tasks completed. Making your bed will also reinforce the fact that the little things in life matter. If you can't do the little things right, you'll never be able to do the big things right. And if by chance you have a miserable day, you will come home to a bed that is made. (laughs) That you made. And a made bed gives you encouragement that tomorrow will be better. So if you want to change the world, start off by making your bed. If I have learned anything in my time traveling the world, it is the power of hope. The power of one person, a Washington, a Lincoln, King, Mandela, and even a young girl from Pakistan, Malala. One person can change the world by giving people hope. So if you want to change the world, start singing when you're up to your neck in mud. Finally, in SEAL training, there's a bell. A brass bell that hangs in the center of the compound for all the students to see. All you have to do to quit, all you have to do to quit, 
is ring the bell. Ring the bell and you no longer have to wake up at five o'clock. Ring the bell and you no longer have to be in the freezing cold swims. Ring the bell and you no longer have to do the runs, the obstacle course, the PT, and you no longer have to endure the hardships of training. Well, and so, my friends, make your bed every day. This is the AmeriChicks. I'm Kim Munson, and uh, it's 2019. I challenge you to read great books, to think good thoughts, listen to beautiful music, communicate and listen well, live honestly and authentically, and strive for high ideals. And like Superman, strive for truth, justice, and the American way. This is the AmeriChicks. We'll be back on Monday morning. God bless you. God bless America. And have a fabulous day. Young, like a